are listening to Grace and Mercy Podcast. This podcast is for young people who want to grow in their faith as they wrestle with big issues. I'm your host, author, and pastor's wife, Darlene Bojek. We are in season one, Searching for Grace. And in this episode, we're going to investigate what Genesis has to say about grace. So as you well know, I am on a journey to understand what grace is. And I've decided to tackle each of the times that grace is mentioned in the Bible. Uh, Yesterday we talked about how many times it's in English. Today we're going to talk about how many times it's referred to even when it's not translated as a word grace. So um, we have the word chen in Hebrew, which is um, is a noun meaning favor or grace. Chen and Hanan. Hanan is the verb to show favor or be gracious. So in the Bible, Chen is 69 times in, in the Old Testament. And Hanan is 78 times in the Old Testament. Most of the time, it's not translated as the word grace. It's translated as the word favor. But this is the same word. Uh, According to Bible Hub, I recommend listening to Bible Hub. According to Bible Hub, chen uh, means adornment, charm, charming, favor, grace, graceful, gracious, and pleases. Like to, to please someone. Um, as the noun, as the verb, it um, means show favor, be gracious. Okay, and let's um, let's look at what Genesis has to say. Since it's in the Bible uh, over a hundred and twenty times in the Old Testament, we're going to go look at the Book of Genesis today, and we'll look at the New Testament um, on. Uh, alternating days. So let's see, what does this say? We have in Genesis, we have it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 times. And we're going to go through it sequentially. So first verse, Genesis 6, 8, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So I wonder if this is the answer to my question. To find favor, grace means that God favors us. Okay, Genesis 6, 8. Then we go Genesis 18, 3. Abraham, this is when the three guys come, the the three angels come to Abraham. And he said, O Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, do not pass by your servant. So in this case, he's asking them to stay and appealing to their favor. If I found favor in your sight. Genesis 19.19. Lot is being swept out of the town by the angels. And he, they ask him to go to the hills. And he said, Behold, your servant has found favor in your sight. And you have shown me great kindness in saving my life. But I cannot escape to the hills lest the disaster overtake me and I die. 
So that's when he asks if he can go to another town. But he appeals to finding favor in their sight. And that's the word for grace. It's interesting to me right here. So, okay, favor, I understand. But how did, what does that have to do with like graceful dancing? You know, because that's the same word. Okay, Genesis 30, 27. This is when Jacob is asking if he can leave Laban. Genesis 30, 27. But Laban said to him, If I have found favor in your sight, I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. If I have found... So he's appealing. It sounds like it's a... I guess it's a way that they say, please. Please. Kind of like begging. If I've found favor in your sight. Appealing to their heart. Moving along. Jacob and... Um, Jacob is coming back into the land after he has been away with Laban and he's about to see Esau and he's sending his servants ahead of him and he tells his servants to say to to Esau when he shows up, he says, I have oxen, donkeys, flocks, male servants and female servants. I have sent to tell the Lord in order that I'm may find favor in your sight. In this case, it's very clear he doesn't want the opposite of favor. He's expecting Esau to be against him. If I have found favor in your sight, if I'm not your enemy. Wow, that makes sense a little bit more about the grace of God, favor as opposed to non-favor. Okay, Genesis 33, 5. This is when Jacob meets Esau. This is the next chapter. When Esau looked up and saw the women and children, he asked, Who are these with you? Jacob answered, These are the children God has graciously given your servants. So in this case, this is the verb form. Graciously given because of his favor. So the verb of grace has to do with, in this case, the method of being given. Okay, a couple verses later, Esau said, what do you mean by all this company that I met? Jacob answered, to find favor in the sight of my Lord. So you remember he had sent all those things and Esau's asking, why did you send all those things? He says he wants to find favor in the sight of his brother. He calls my Lord right here. Finding favor by giving. Finding favor. Receiving favor. I'm thinking of my um, my children. I think that when we interact with people in our family and people that we love, we do kind of have preference for them. We favor them. We're not supposed to. You know, if we... For example, whenever I would volunteer at at the elementary school and the kids would be doing this or that game, I wasn't supposed to favor my son or my daughters over the other kids. But we kind of do want, we do want advantages for our kids, don't we? To show favor. When I was raising my kids, they would always have trouble when I would give somebody 
something because they would want it to be equal so that I wouldn't show favor of one over the other. Not that I was showing favor, but sometimes somebody got something and somebody else didn't get it, but they would want absolute equality instead of favoritism. Okay, now Genesis 33.10, Jacob says, No, please, if I have found favor in your sight, then accept my present from my hand, for I have seen your face, which is, which is like seeing the face of God, and you have accepted me. Oh, wow. That's interesting. To me, the fact that he says you've accepted me in all of this thing, as he's saying, if I've found favor with you. In at least in Jacob's heart, he's thinking about the connection between being accepted by Esau and being um, having found favor with him. Yet again, in this dialogue between Jacob and Esau, a couple verses later, please accept my gift that was brought to you, because God has been gracious to me, and I have all I need. So Jacob pressed him until he accepted. God has been gracious to me. So I guess translating it as favor. God has shown favor to me. That is interesting. Okay, then we have Genesis 33:15. Again, Jacob and Esau. So Esau said, let me leave with you some of the people who are with me. But he said, what need is there? Let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. This dialogue between Jacob and Esau makes me think about Jacob's um, feelings on meeting his brother after he's cheated him out of his birthright. Now he's coming back to the land with all that he's received from the Lord, from the blessing that he stole from Esau. So technically the blessing and all these things that he has was supposed to be Esau's although God gave them to Jacob and of course Esau has also been blessed as Isaac did pray for his other son after Jacob stole the birthright but Jacob is nervous about his brother being angry with him so he keeps bringing up this idea of grace and if you think about it, God had had these words inscribed into his book for this interaction between Jacob and Esau. Just can so many times, let's see, it was in 325, 33:5, 33:8. 3310, 3311, 3315. So repeatedly, about five times, we have the word grace. He's begging for grace from his brother. He's referring to grace. He's wanting to be accepted by his brother. He's trying to make peace with his brother. So in my thinking right now, we have we are estranged from God and we want to have peace with God we want him to have favor to show favor to show his favor on us like as I was saying with my children that I 
desire to show favor to them and have them have favorable situations on them. Moving along in Genesis, we have Genesis 34, 11. Now, this is after Shechem has uh, offended the family with Dinah. And Shechem said to Dinah's father and brothers, grant me this favor and I will give you whatever you ask. So he's asking if he can marry Dinah, who is a, a Hebrew and Shechem is an idolater. He's not a Hebrew. He's not a God-fearer. And they do not want their daughter to be, and sister to be married to him. But he's already, he's um, raped her. So in this case, he's asking an enemy for a favor. He's saying, let's, I'll make a bride price. Um, he says in the next verse, demand a high dowry and an expensive gift. I'll give you whatever you ask. Only give me the girl as my wife. So he knows he's offended them and he's asking for favor. He's asking for a trade. So that's a sad situation, but he's using the word grace right there. In a real sense, our offense to God, our offense to God is is a grave sin. And we are like Shechem, asking God for favor when really we don't deserve it. We have Genesis 39.4. Joseph found favor in his sight and attended him. This is Potiphar. And he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all he that he had. So finding favor. Genesis 39.21 continued with Joseph's story, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. This is a very interesting verse. The Lord was with Joseph, showed him steadfast love, and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison, which is a very interesting way of using this word because God caused Joseph to be favored by others. That's a pretty powerful ally to have God on your side. Right, we have Genesis 42, 21. Joseph's brothers are sent to Egypt. They, then they said to one another, In truth we are guilty considering our brother, in that we saw the distress of his soul when he begged us and we did not listen. That is why this distress has come upon us. Now, this is interesting to me because I wonder where the word grace is. So I'm reviewing. Well, that is very interesting because in the Hebrew of this verse, the word for grace is when he pleaded with us. That's very interesting. We saw his anguish when he pleaded with us. So that's very interesting use of the word favor. Please, it's like asking, please, please. Well, that's what pleaded means, isn't it? Okay, the next verse is Genesis 43, 29. This is when Joseph um, 
sees his brothers in Egypt. And this is at the point when he brings his, when they bring his brother Benjamin. And he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? God be gracious to you, my son. In the Hebrew here, the word for God, when he says God be gracious to you, you remember he is in Egypt and he's representing the the God or the Pharaoh of Egypt. But he uses the word Elohim here, which is the creator God, the general a term for the creator God, not one of the gods of Egypt. But he says to, he says to his brother, while he's still in the guise of being Pharaoh's representative, he uses the name of Elohim. And he says, God be gracious to you. So it's encouraging to me to see him use it right there. It's bold and brave. It's also the first thing he wants to say to his brother. God bless you. God, may God be gracious to you. Of course, he knew that Benjamin grew up without a mother. Okay, we have just a couple more left. We have Genesis 47, 25. And this is Joseph's leadership during the famine. And they said, You have saved our lives. May it please my Lord. We will be servants to Pharaoh. One of the things that Joseph does during the famine we, if we have found favor in our Lord's eyes, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. So this is this is actually interesting for the fact that it's not a believer in God using it. That it's it's ex- an expression of the day to have favor in the eyes of people. Do we use that expression today? We say please, and then when we say please, we're, we're begging them pleading like Joseph did do we do we say anything like this if I've found favor in your eyes we don't really have that idea especially not with the word grace Genesis 47 29 which is a few verses later and Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years and the length of his life was 147 years and when the time drew near that Israel must die he called his son Joseph and said to him If now I have found favor in your sight, put your hand under my thigh and promise to deal kindly and truly with me. Do not bury me in Egypt. If I have found favor in your sight. It's interesting that a father would say that to his son. Now I do understand that Joseph was an authority there, but he says, If I have found favor in your sight to his son, whom he loved and lost finally got him back and now he's about to die and he says if I found favor in your sight it's a very interesting thing but I think there's a lot of confidence in that too because he knows that he knows that Joseph loves him the very last time that Genesis mentions this word uh, it says in Genesis 54 50 verse 4 and when the days of weeping for him that was uh, Jacob When the days of weeping for Jacob were past, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please speak in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, That my father made me swear an oath when he said, I'm about to die. You must bury me in the tomb I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Now let me go and bury my father, and then return. So that's 
how the book of Genesis uses the word grace. What does this say to us, to me? To me, I understand that if I've learned anything from this, it is that it has to do with favor. In Genesis, at least, the way that the patriarchs used the word grace was when they needed someone who had power to do something, somebody who had kind of, they had power to help or hinder, and they used the word to appeal for favor, for their sake. And what else? They used it as an expression. If I've found favor in your sight. Just a very interesting expression. Appealing to someone's heart, maybe. And what does this say about God's grace? Well, Joseph said, may I, God, may God be gracious to you. You know, most of the times in Genesis, it wasn't about God being gracious. There's a couple times when, like, for example, when Jacob said, God has been gracious to me. And Joseph said, God was gracious to me. But of all of the times that used this word, it's just interesting that most of the time it's appealing to other people's good side or asking them for a positive as opposed to nothing or a negative. They could just do nothing, but they're asking for some sort of a positive help. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. You've given us your word and that in your word we can learn about you. I pray that we will continue to grow in grace to know what grace is and how it should affect the way we interact with our neighbors and the way that we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we will continue this discussion, this journey into understanding grace. We'll continue it uh, tomorrow. The question of the week again is... What do you think grace is and where do you think you are blind about grace? Please answer this question in the show notes page comments section. And thank you for listening to Grace and Mercy podcast with author Darlene Bojack. Uh, this has been episode one of season one, Finding Grace. You can find the show notes for this episode, including links to things that we talked about at Christian universe.org also don't forget to put your uh, answer to the question of the week on that page as well see you next time